Hi, everybody. This is Nancy Miller from My Creative Life, the podcast about creatives, how and why they make the work that they do. And today I have Alan Jong with me today and my co-host, Keith Lee. Hey, everybody. How you doing t- this evening? I'm Hi, good. Alan. Yeah. Hi, I'm good. How are you? Great. Alan, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, and I'm so glad that Keith introduced us because Keith is the illustrator about town. He makes friends with everybody because he's just such a nice guy. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. Um, so Alan, um, I'm, we mm-hmm. also had thesis class to, um, together and it was really mm-hmm. interesting seeing your work, but I yeah, wanted to learn course. more. Yes. Mm-hmm. I wanted to learn more about what inspired you to become an artist. Can you tell yeah. us about that? Sure, of course. So what inspired me? So it's the first question. What inspired me in my art? So uh, I think uh, uh, I used to join some traditional arts and uh, after like the docking down and I turned into concept art, I think it's uh, some way it's technology because it turned my way my direction of my art. And, uh, if something uh, like physically just instead just impact on my art, it's like the uh, culture hmm. in the world world, it's like the Japanese culture, the North uh, uh, European culture, uh, Poland or something. I really love the uh, like traditional note of the Japanese, like the traditional food or something. Oh. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more why that inspired you? Why that Japanese culture um, made oh. you interested? Like, what was it like something you read or was it something you saw? Yeah, I think it's. Uh, uh, why I love that kind of thing because I love textures and uh, materials uh, in the art. I sometimes think if I'm not a, uh, I, if I'm not a illustrator or concept artist, I could be a fashion designer or something because I love material. Um, from that kind of things and I can inspire me to create uh, things about uh, uh, like a uh, rock, like the hard face, hard face and something uh, like clothes. Like oh, okay. I can actually see that. Yeah, what I just like to do. And also some artists I like, they have the something in common is uh, they do material things. So my next question is, um, why did you decide to um, pursue going to school um, for graduate school in illustration? Yeah, actually, I just realized uh, I'm not uh, uh, like, it's very hard for me to uh, hunt a job after I just leave my university. So I decided to 
uh, I decided to learn more. And uh, so US is uh, like a much larger market and uh, potential um, concept art and uh, also some illustration art. So it's why I decided to go abroad. Really? And so why abroad? Like why? Because I always find it fascinating because you, you, you're coming from another country as an international mm -hmm. student. So okay. what made you want to come all the way to the U.S. to study and here in Savannah? Oh, it's, uh, I think it's about, uh, uh, when I was decided to go abroad and I decided, uh, I just uh, make a note and uh, I write a list of some schools and I try to just uh, apply for them, apply for all of us, and at least get choose me. <laughs> and uh, I was like to choose if I go to Atlanta or Savannah. So uh, Savannah is like a larger campus and a very good environment. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's very good to cultivate uh, some traditional art at that time. I was like drawing sketches every week and I ride my bike to the small parks in Savannah. That's oh, wonderful. Oh, cool. All right. Oh, I didn't know that was um, why you chose to come here and study. That's pretty cool. So can you explain to the audience how you make your art? Because you mentioned that you, you love traditional techniques but your current art that you're making, can you tell us a little bit how you actually make it and what you, what you like to you know, focus on as far as the subject matter? Yep. Uh, I really like to join uh, characters and that's why I chose concept art. Uh, I used to draw some watercolor, something like that. And, uh, at that time, I, I said I really like textures and materials. Watercolor could make that, that thing very easily. And uh, uh, I think it's, uh, it's very free to make an art by watercolor. Well, uh, I think two years ago and uh, uh, COVID-19 happened, I just mm -hmm. cannot go to illustration department and I cannot use Skinner anymore. It uh, some way just block my art way. Oh, yeah, that was really hard and on I everybody. To, yeah, and I try to uh, making art on uh, uh, by digitally. And, uh, yeah. I learned some, at least some concept. Actually, uh, initially I just did them really like illustrations, and somebody said. Uh, oh, you are on a wrong way. This uh, concept is not like uh, what you are doing. And uh, then I just took some classes and learned some basic uh, idea, some basic knowledge of uh, uh, concept art, like uh, uh, like what's the uh, uh, Oh, sorry, I, I will describe something about concept art. So 
-huh. It's like uh, uh, come up with some basic word. If you want to do a character and you would, you would like to make sure what is their occupations, uh, what's the, uh, what's the keyword of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and something like the main uh, characteristics. Mm -hmm. So the last one, so the last one is a characteristic. We'll make sure the occupation and their race or their uh, what's their major in the game first. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, what program are you using, Alan? to create your digital art? Photoshop. Oh, okay, gotcha. And are you using um, like a, a Cintiq or do you, you know, as far as for the- Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Cintiq. Okay. Cintiq. Oh, okay. Do you, so you start from sketch to finish all in Photoshop? Oh, uh, it's what I did. Yeah, it's what I did uh, uh, two years ago, I just, uh, come up with some sketches on my sketchbook and uh, uh, use the scanner uh, in our work campus. And then I turn to my line work on the, into Photoshop and I will uh, like add some layer below it, below the line work and some colors, some flat colors, thinking colors. Nice. Well, I'm going to let Keith take over now because uh, he had okay. some additional questions. And so he's going to, he's going to go ahead and ask them. Hi, um, you mentioned that you have an interest in like different materials. Mm -hmm. um, have you, because I, I hear this a lot when I was taking classes for in SCAT that people are mixing some traditional elements into their uh, digital work. Have you thought about incorporating some traditional mediums or like texture into your work? I wanna uh, like show something. You want me to show some of my works like about materials? Is that your question? Oh, well, you know what? Um, we can put a link in the description box and yeah. then go ahead and so people can see it, but can you talk a little bit about what Keith was mentioning? Have you thought about, uh, well, because you mentioned you're mainly um, mm -hmm. digital, but you have a very strong foundation in traditional oh, watercolors. Have you ever tried mixing the two or? Uh, no, I'm still not trying to, but I can, uh, I think I can show some of my words. Would you mind me to share my screen? Oh, that's fine. But um, yeah, that, uh, well, let's go ahead and uh, do, I, do I need to give you option to do that? No, let's see, my bad. I don't want to do that. Okay, my apologies, mm -hmm. Alan. Um, I need to look at the participants, I believe. Uh, there you go, Alan. Okay, so 
Uh, okay, so can you see my oh, screen? Yeah. So this is uh, beautiful. Last time I just did did it at a park in Savannah. Oh, and, wow. uh, yeah, I was drawing it like uh, two hours, yeah. two hours long, and uh, it's from the. Uh, I think it's from the noon to like uh, afternoon one or two p.m. Uh -huh. uh, the thing like that, and uh, that's so lovely. Want me to say something about texture? It's about the. Uh, water and how to draw, uh, how to add uh, like pigment layer by layer. I draw watercolor is like to put a layer of water and uh, I will try to, I will try, try to add a layer of very shallow color, very light green, and then some, something green, something yellow added onto them, it makes textures. And for watercolor, wow. uh, you can just add one or two layers to make the effects like that. If you add too much and watercolor became too dirty, become mixed, uh -huh. yeah. oh, not very perfect. elegant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's beautiful. I love the wet on wet technique that you're doing and the, the bleeding. Cause I always love that about watercolor that you get those really um, yeah, edges you. that blur together. It looks beautiful. Yeah. That's it. Thank you for that. Um, so what do you hope to accomplish with your career when you finish, finish your finish um, degree? Oh. When you finish with your, with your, with your program? I think I just, uh, yeah, I want to stay here and uh, to making some, making some game with a company, with some group, like do some teamwork. Uh, because right. to be an illustrator is like uh, do something yourself and to make a game is like a, a group working, a teamwork. That's much fun, and you can play games as well. Yeah. Right, mm -hmm. that's that's interesting because I wouldn't want anyone messing with my work. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you said that your um your your concept artists are there any artists that inspired you? Sure. In, in, in this area or overall. Mm -hmm. Sure, could I just uh, share it, share screen again? Oh no, no, no. <laughs> like is there? I guess. Yeah. Oh, you mean I just uh, say their name or something? Yeah, uh, you can't. And could yeah. you type? Uh, yeah, if you get a chance, like uh, if you type it in the chat, and then um, oh, I can sure. put that in the description no box. Yeah, and then I, I will, can I check out type. their work because um. I'm terrible at spelling <laughs> names oh, and it's always um, difficult for me. And then I'm like, I yeah, don't remember I how to spell that. Are, uh, ah. The first name is Namba. She, I think the name is and oh. Korean is basically sour. Okay. And uh, also direct note. 
Arachnoite is also my favorite concept artist. Oh, Arachnoite. Uh, in South Korea. Uh, yeah, most of them, I think, are located in South Korea. And oh. uh, I'm not sure if South Korea have a, uh, have a mode to cultivate illustrators to cultivate their ability to uh, to adjust the textures and the materials so good. Awesome. So I just love them too much. Yeah, I'm looking at Arachnode right now and it, it does kind of yeah. look like uh, your work, like the style. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, very similar to look at this too oh, that's cool i'm always interested in learning about new artists and that's what i love about like when i talk to the international students i'm like they're bringing to the table like so many different influences visually than i would ever be aware of oh yeah i can see this totally yeah that's really cool very dynamic oh yeah really beautiful figures and character designs you know, kind of in some of the, the way the faces are done, it reminds me of that because I've followed him on Instagram that, is it wallop kind of a little bit in the face? Maybe, no, or maybe I'm saying the wrong one. <laughs> uh, what's the name again? The I think it's wallop. I, I think it's like W-O-L-P. Oh, I don't know if that's the real name, but that was like on Instagram. I'm chatting. Yeah. Oh, W-L-O-P. Yeah. That's their um, handle for ArtStation and Instagram. I think, I think I know. I know him. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I was saw some uh, YouTube channels and said uh, and use, use his work to describe, to describe something about how to be the god of art. I think he's like the I really love the atmosphere uh -huh. he just yeah. described his present onto his work. Well, that's cool. Yeah, well, thank you for sharing that. That was really awesome. I love seeing other other artists. And yeah, we just have a very, I don't know, the visual culture here in the United States, I feel is very, I don't know, it's just different. And I know, and so when I meet other artists and illustrators, it's just kind of cool to hear where you're getting your inspirations from and, and how you're, you know, yeah, drawing too. from that. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, that's, that's actually very interesting. I think like the thought process and the art making the style is very different between Western and Eastern as well, because you're influenced by different things in my culture. And do you think you guys, uh, I'm sorry, I have a question for both you and Keith. Sorry, Keith, I'm going to interview you a little too. No problem. No, I think it's really cool what you brought up because of what he's talking about, how visually, but also thought process and culturally, do you feel like that influences you guys as artists in your work? Like the way, because like you come, you know, you go to graduate school, you did your undergrad in your home country, and then you come to the US, is the way that you're being taught to like thought process of the ideas and the concepts. Do you feel like it's 
you know, the same or different approach than what you had learned before? Yep. Does that make what sense? Do uh, I, what do you want to say, Keith? <laughs> oh, sorry. I was just going to say there's definitely differences. Because um, let's, let's say usually we enter, a, we, we thought that uh, when you look at a drawing, it goes from left to right, because uh -huh. that's how you read. Yeah. But then in, in Asian cultures, you usually go from right to left. That's how the text goes. So I feel like sometimes when you think in terms of like approaching an illustration, that you would you go the opposite direction. At least for me at the beginning, that's how it started. And then I, now I'm more consciously starting from the left to right. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting one. And all, um, I think uh, I have something to apply. Uh, also, uh, as I know, there are something different than uh, Eastern and Western to training students. And oh. They are very young, and uh, I think the Eastern teacher they are trained more things about fundamental and uh, the basic black and white, and some line work. Uh, well, uh, Eastern teacher, I think more things about the ideas, about the oh. mind map, uh, wordplay, something. It's, I think it's much more potential than Mr. Teachers. Oh, what about you, Keith? Do you think that's true as far as teaching philosophy is also very um, yeah, more creative, idea-centered here in the U.S. versus yeah, yeah. Um, well, I I didn't really do like start studying art at a like a so I started art quite late in my life, so I never really got to. But I do know a lot of my friends who are artists who started art very young, are very like technique focused in 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 Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's it's the way they train them. Like your fundament, they're very um. There's a heavy emphasis on your fundamentals. That you have to be very fundamentally sound first uh -huh. before, that, and then. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Alan. Go ahead, Alan. Yeah. Sorry, but that kind <laughs> of uh, making some problems right now, as I see, uh, because that uh, when I saw some artists in state, artists in state, and they are drawing, have uh, drawing the same thing, a kind of same thing as I see. And they are uh, just can cannot uh, just get out of the frame. Sometimes mm -hmm. the fundamental makes a problem like that. Interesting. So, yeah, I saw a lot of artists abroad, and they do fantastic things and really interesting. Mm. For me, the most important thing for an for a concept artist is. Uh, is a mind mind map oh, some ideas ideas is cool. most important wow that's really cool like oh man we'll have to do a whole like keith we'll have to get some maybe do a panel discussion or something because i find this really fascinating like nobody 
like really talks about it sometimes, but like, I'd love to do a panel discussion with people from like different countries and also hear from the US from just even different ethnicities and talk about how we approach creative ideas. Because to me, it's all about how you make, because style technique, you see that over and over again, like illustrators will, either we both use acrylics or we do, do vector or whatever, or Photoshop, but it's the end of the day, it's how you problem solve and how you come up with that visual solution that fascinates me. Like why is like Keith, like, you know, cause like I see Keith, like the way he thinks out his problems more and more as I look at his illustration work, he's so like serious and focused. And I see that intensity in his illustration concepts um, more and more as he's been just leveling up and up with his work. And it's like, and everybody, it just fascinates me. Like at what point you like those light bulbs kind of go off for you and why that happens. And so I, I think it's insightful. And I think people, when they're on their creative uh, path to their journey, you know, we always think it's like, you just have to do X, Y, Z. If you do the technique, if you do this, you will get that right answer. But I always think there, you know, there's more to it. Um, so yeah, thank you so much guys for for sharing your guys' insights on that. Sorry, sidetrack. I'll, Keith, I'll let you go back because I know you guys, oh, no. you had more questions, sorry. Yeah, no problem. Actually, this is like a, also an add-on that I have. Like, so uh, while we're on this topic, like yeah. have ever since you have entered SCAD, has your direction in art changed? Like has, has your thinking process changed since you entered into the master program? Um, I'm sorry, could you say anything? Um, so the way you think about approaching your art, has it mm -hmm. changed since you entered SCAD? Yeah, I think it changed, changed a lot, actually. Uh, especially, the, like Nancy said, how to solve the problem. And SCAD taught me, like, uh, list some words. This, uh, this some words is very uh, crucial for me to uh, come up with that. New ideas, especially the, when I just have uh, nothing in my mind, I, I start to release some words. Okay. So, a lot of problems. It's interesting. Oh, yeah. cool. So, we're all we're all we're we're all students here. We know how busy, like, school can get and how intense it can be. How do you manage your work-life balance, or school-life balance, so to speak? Oh, I'm the person is not like to uh, do some time schedule. Uh, but for me, it's like a 40% of 40 of time doing art and 60 for my life. That's, yeah, some, that's a pretty good, yeah. mm -hmm. that's a pretty good balance. Do, do you have like a very uh, regimented, do you have a very fixed schedule on how you divide this time up or is it just more like a based on a feeling uh what do you mean sorry or so you you divide it by like 40 60 right 40 percent mm -hmm. work 60 percent life Almost is it like time. like do you have like a fixed schedule that yeah. you would separate it or is it like more like a feeling it's like all right i've worked enough i'm gonna move on now yeah uh i usually just uh uh, I, I don't know what time to do, uh, to do what things. It's hard. It's really, really hard for me to make a time schedule. Uh, sometimes opposite, opposite is 
80% of art and 20% for sleep or something. It usually happens. I'm crazy. Is there, is there anything you would tell yourself if you could go back in time uh, yeah. to, help you, to help yourself out in your art journey? Yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> if I, just, I can go back, I will tell myself to, maybe I will learn, I will learn uh, L painting, you know? L painting is very good for fundamental training, for good, uh, your good uh, color systems. Um, I usually think if I didn't do watercolor, if I do L painting, what will, uh, if it will change my art for my life? And, uh, I think um, yeah, fundamental training is really helpful for me uh, when I was young. And since I turn older and older, I can just break some brief. Cool. Well, right. Yeah, so I... my answer is like to just add some training for myself. Uh, well, um, I am gonna, we're gonna wrap this up. Um, it was wonderful talking to you, Alan, but where can people see your work since this is a podcast and maybe they wanna check out your portfolio or your Instagram? What is it? Oh, you say? yeah, can I just uh, type uh, onto the Well, I can box? put it, I can put it in the, you can do that. And then I'll put it in the description yeah. box. But did you want to yeah. shout that out and say your, your website or your Instagram? Yeah, it's just uh, Zitongchang19 is my Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. And is that the same? Are you on ArtStation? Sure, I have. But uh, just a few works there. Oh. Uh, let me see. I think the, uh, my work is less value than whom I'm just following. Okay. Wonderful. Okay, I will, artists are just wonderful. I will put that in the description box so that people can go check out your work. And um, yeah, thank you so much for being on the podcast. No and problem. Keith, thank you for co-hosting. I really appreciate it. Thank you for it. having me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, everybody. Um, thank you for listening to My Creative Life. Bye. Yeah.